Baba Kama Dav Chav Beis B'Siyata Deshmaya, managing to do this right before we leave to the airport. I, I don't want to take the risk of doing it in the airport on an aeroplane. I'm worried about the Wi-Fi. I'm worried about the guys not getting it. So we're going to do it now. It might be a little bit faster than normal, but at least we're going to do it. Ezzuz Hashem, here we go. Baba Kama Chav Beis Menalaf Ezzuz Hashem Lekshe. We'll be coming to you from Yishalami Rakodesh B'Siyata Deshmaya back home, uh, back where it belongs. Let's go. Hakela Shenata. We're talking about a kela that took the the biscuits. And went and put a fire on the on the on the grain. Itmar, Reb Yochanan Oma. This is, by the way, just to let you know, and everyone here knows this from one of the biggest yeshivish sugars going. Reb Yochanan Oma, Eishai Mishum Chitzav, Veishlakesh Oma, Eishai Mishum Mamoinai. In other words, how do we look at the chiv of damage that comes because of fire? Is it basically like Chitzav, which is an arrow, which basically means you shot the arrow, you did the damage? Veishlakesh says no. It's my name, which of course we're going to have to exactly explain what that means. Why is it exactly my What is the definition of my There's a lot to discuss. So by why does Rishlakish not paskin that the chiv of of Aish is like Rav Yechanan says? What do you mean? Chitzav is an arrow. An arrow goes with force. Fire doesn't travel with your force. Says one second. Look at Momin. Momin is something that has some kind of momisha, has some kind of substance to it, right? It's tangibility. Whereas ha, this time with fire, less than mamosha has absolutely no mamoshas. Tanaan Right, we said in the Mishnah. If a dog takes this uh, biscuit and puts it on some uh, grain, whatever it may be, and makes it on fire, so you have to pay chetzinezik. Now I understand. Good of the kelev over here. In other words, it's the chitzav of the kelev that made the fire that caused the damage. But then they don't ask to pay. At the end of the day, if you go if you go with the manda oma that um, at the end of the day, it's your mom and it's your stuff, it's your property. Well, the fire is not necessarily owned by the the, the one who owns the dog. We're talking about over here where the dog basically threw it in rather than putting it onto the onto the stack. The al charoma mishal nochatzinezek for the actual biscuit that the dog ate. Oh, the only one at the pe chatzinezek. Va'al makayim gechelas mishal nochatzinezek, and for the place of the kolios be chatzinezek, because that's mamish the moment and the the chitov of the of the of the animal. Va'al kadish kurei pata. But for the kadish lemaisa at the end of the day, um, if it wasn't exactly the place where the dog placed the thing, then he is going to be pata. I was talking about the mission talking about a situation where the dog put it directly onto the grain. What if you have a camel loaded with pishton, passes through the shal chanvani. The Hidra gets a bit evil, right? And now he lights the whole thing on fire. 
Balgomel is chayv. Heniach. Chenvani nevoi mi bachot. Right, coming out to Hanukkah. What if, and this is by the way one of the rights. But anyway, so the one that owns the, the shop puts a nair outside, basically in the middle of a shusharabim. Chenvani is going to be chayv to pay for the nezek. But a Hanukkah is going to be pata. If it's going to be a Nech Hanukkah, that's a different situation. And the reason for that is, of course, is because they, you have absolutely the Rishos to put it outside during Hanukkah, because that is where the Mokim of the nearest go. By the way, this is one of the big rise. Um, not, not talking about Chutzos, but maybe in Eretzishol, that the Minig is the place and light the Minig outside. And this is one of the rise that you see your potter from paying for damages, because you have, an, you have the right to put it there. If you have the right to put it there, and something happens with it, you're going to be potter. Who understand? This is the arrows of the camel. It causes the damage. That's why I have to pay. Good, I got it. It's belong to him. So how you hide? Where he lights up the whole thing, the whole place. On fire. If that's the case, the Yacha aim a safer look at the safer. If you have a body near me, the hot chamonic hive, the eh, the mescoscas, my hive, why is your hive in this case of it? It says the Gemara, the Shomdo, you're talking about where the, basically the animal stood in one place, and that's where the fire happened. Omda, the Saksako, Kosher, Kenda, Kamari, Potter, Bogomo, Hive. One second. If the animal stood in one place, and the other one on fire, then of course the one that owns the store is going to be Potter, and the one that owns the animal is going to be Hive. So, like, what's the Kasha? No, we're talking about where the animal over here stopped, but why did it stop? It stopped in order to go to the bathroom, right? As we turn over to the base on the base. Why? At the end of the day, he shouldn't have made such a huge package to go on top of the animal, and that package was so big that it sort of stuck out, and because it stuck out, it made problems to that in the Hanami. That's the reason why he's going to be chayv. Mashaik, but the same for Chamboni is chayv. He shouldn't have placed the menorah, he shouldn't have placed the light, the lamp, whatever it was, to light up the area. He shouldn't have placed that outside, and because he did, he has to pay. What if you have, for example, a gedi, right? That was um, tied up to the stack, and evid right next to it, and they're all burned, chayv. Most of the one that started the fire is going to be chayv to pay for both. Evid kofus loy, ugdi samach lo v'nisaf imay pato. I understand the psak of the Mishnah. If you hold Eishim Mishim Chitzav, Mishim Achipata. That's the reason why he wouldn't have to pay. And Amanda, I'm Eishim Mishim, my name, my potter, why is he part in this case? What if his animal would have killed the slave? He wouldn't be chayv to pay a body, he would. So why over here is he not? We're talking a case over here where you put fire on to the slave's actual guf. The kumle b'dirabim means you always go with the higher 
punishment and sin. We're not worried about the moment. Not that we're not worried about the moment, but the psakis always get the greater punishment. Exactly. If it's and he set him on fire, mamish. So the maister, that's the reason why he has to pay and his part of a pain because he has to get chaybisa anyway. Says, well, it's trikah big dide chad ba'avid chad. No, we're talking about a case where the the animal belongs to one person and the ever belongs to someone else, and therefore that's a different situation. So the maister, Rabbi Yisai, Toshema. I'm sorry, yeah, Toshema. Hashelech has a bira biad chayvish shay difficult. And what happens if one's sends fire through people that are not, com- you know, capable of looking after it, right? In this case. I understand if you hold the arrows, it's an arrow of the, the one that's deaf. And you would give it over your animal to look after by someone who's not able to look after it, would you not have to pay for the damages that it causes? We're talking about a case when you gave him over a coal, and what happened when he did for Libra, and he blowed it, he fanned it into a flame. Fanning the flames, Rabbi Yisai, famous, famous line that we use so much in Yeshiva. Fanning the flames of Yiddishkeit. Because everybody has the, the spark. Everybody has the little flame over there. Sometimes a bit bigger, a bit smaller. Our job in yeshiva is to ignite and not ignite it from nothing, but to ignite it even more by fanning it. If you fan it, something it gets much bigger. And then later, that's what our job in yeshiva is to fan the flames of the Heidegger Yiddishkeit. Uh, where am I? So the Maisa, so therefore what we're saying is that if you give him, gave him over a flame, my time, uh, Ah, no, I'm sorry. I did it. Yeah. But he gave him over an actual ready flame, as opposed to a coal that he had to uh, that he had to blow. My time of bari hezeka, it's bari hezeka, right? So it's basically going to happen. At the end of the day, it's the holding, right? The control of the cheresh is the one that causes the damage. That means not chayav unless he gives him actual dry wood or piece of wood and a flame, because that can cause the whole situation. Uh, now my shayla is, do I continue? And I think my answer is, I'm not going to, um, for two reasons. Number one, it's very late, and I'm going to get to the airport. And number two, it is a little bit of a smaller duff. And I really want to come to uh, the next share from Yushalami HaKodesh for Izzah Hashem. Thank you, everybody, for the patience. Thank you for listening. Hope during the trip, nothing was too late. As Hashem, we're back to some kind of normal schedule when we're back to Yeshiva. And uh, well, thank everyone for listening. And I want to wish everyone a Moedika Shabbos Kodesh.